President Trump's wall may not be getting any higher, but the number of lawsuits filed against him by California is. California is suing the Trump administration to stop construction of the wall along the state's border with Mexico. California State Attorney General Javier Becerra said that construction of the border wall violates the separation of powers doctrine of the Constitution and 37 laws, including the Clean Water Act, the National Environmental Policy Act, and the Coastal Zone Management Act. The border between the U.S. and Mexico spans some 2,000 miles. The list of laws violated by the president's administration in order to build his campaign wall is almost as long. This is the latest of more than two dozen lawsuits and legal briefs filed against the Trump administration by Becerra as California political resistance to the Trump agenda escalates. Joining us to discuss the lawsuit is Cardike Marotra, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Cardike, Homeland Security has broad powers over the border. So what are the strongest arguments in this lawsuit? So there, there are three fundamental arguments being brought by the California Attorney General. One is based on states' rights, and that this uh, proposal is a violation of Tenth Amendment rights for the state to do what it wishes to uh, in, in the state. That's one. The second is that uh, the law that allows the Department of Homeland Security to circumvent local and federal laws to erect a wall, it has some caveats. <clears throat> and it, uh, among them is that after the Ill Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act was passed in 1996, there was a brief window in which the federal government was supposed to determine which regions would be subject to additional physical barriers. This area apparently was not one of those regions. Uh, and, and the deadline for doing so, for naming that area, was the end of 2008. So the Becerra <clears throat> Attorney General's office claims that you know your, your window of opportunity is gone. And, and that's sort of the primary argument. The third is that there's been no NEPA um, uh, review, environmental review of this project. The environmental impact hasn't been determined. So that needs to occur before any construction can move forward. These are the three basic claims. Cardike, the president generally has very broad power over mm. the border. How does that general principle fit in with those specific uh, allegations that you just laid out? The state of California is going to argue that while the president has broad powers, while the Department of Homeland Security has broad powers, they can't violate the Constitution. Right? They can't circumvent the Tenth Amendment. Uh, so you can't impede upon the state's rights to enforce your own. Um, and so they're going to hope that they can find a favorable judge to, to buy into that argument. Illegal challenges to border barriers have not been successful over the years, have they? Uh, no, you've seen uh, these challenges pop up uh, a number of times in the past, and yet you have over 700 miles of, of border wall uh, uh, at the, the U.S.-Mexico border. So uh, I, I don't think uh, the law is on California and Attorney General Javier Becerra's side.
Carter K., you mentioned the, the, the hope by California for a favorable judge. Is there a prospect this case could end up before Judge Curiel, who, of course, was the focus of Donald Trump's um, uh, ire uh, during the campaign because of a suit involving uh, Trump University? Yeah, it's not out of the question. He's in the Southern District of California. Um, I don't believe it's been assigned a judge yet. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's absolutely possible. Uh, but uh, And that'll certainly create a, a dynamic worth watching where you'll see the president uh, again have the opportunity to attack the judiciary if, if things don't go his way. Certainly, he, we all know how passionate he is about the border wall. So if a, another judge gets in his way, you know, all bets are off on Twitter. Carter K, can you describe the number of lawsuits that Becerra has been filing and California's basic attempt to confront the Trump administration and its agenda? Yeah, the California resistance, as, as they dubbed it, sort of got off to a slow start. Um, aside from the travel ban, which California didn't actually take a leading role in, uh, it had been rather quiet. It wasn't until the the DACA issue reemerged a couple weeks ago when Attorney General Sessions announced its uh, phasing out over the next six months that California and Javier Becerra really got into gear. Uh, he's campaigning for uh, 2018 election. He was appointed by Governor Jerry Brown in December. So he's campaigning now. And, and now it seems to the issues that are, are central to California politics are becoming national issues. Um, that's mostly immigration and border security. So DACA and the wall are, are right in his wheelhouse. So we're seeing uh, the Becerra office becoming more proactive, and California as a whole legislatively is becoming more proactive. You have uh, a couple of bills in Sacramento, one that would make California a sanctuary state, and the other that would require any presidential candidates uh, who wish to get on the California ballot to declare their tax uh, records for the last five years. Uh, we'll have to stop there, Carter so Kay, but we're going to have plenty to talk about about California, especially if it decides to uh, secede from the union, as the case may be. 